Welcome to another episode of the Head of Nations podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and across from me is your co-host, Ben. Ben, it has been a minute again. What's new in your kingdom? Well, um, you know, I, we're, we're right now, uh, we're kind of um, going through this cool thing where my son got a record player for Christmas, and that's like been new in our nation, the record player. And it's been awesome. It's been so cool. We've, I mean, because my kids are learning music. So, you know, uh, my daughter, she's on the piano. My son, he's picking up the saxophone, which is crazy. They're both so good. I can't, you know, I, it's amazing. I'm a proud dad. Um, so anyways, but the record player has revolutionized things. That actually has something to do with what we're talking about today. Okay. Uh, because it's, it's this vinyl records are really cool. And I didn't know how cool they were until now. So there's music in the Potter household and it's, it's been really, it's had a, a kind of a good calming effect. You know, we're all sitting down and listening to each other. It's really fun. That's awesome. But yeah. So that's new in the, in the nation. Really quickly. <laughs> are you still playing piano? Are you still learning? So that I knew you were going to ask me. That. So I'm what she's hogging the piano time, okay. um, which is great. That's fine. Um, but I, but she's teaching me little things. So I'm kind of pacing with her. Um, she, because she, she's going to get better than me very quickly because she's young and I need more time. But I did, uh, the app that I was using kind of ran out, uh, the free version. And I was like, man, am I going to pay for this or not? Am I gonna, you know, and I haven't decided if I'm going to pay for it or not yet. The app is really good. I just don't know if I'm going to do it yet. So time will tell. Think about it. Yeah. Cool. Well, in my nations the this week, the past couple of weeks, I've been kind of working on more getting my household preparedness squared away, which I did an episode on preparedness a little while ago. And I recently got a decent sized generator for the house, which was something that I was working toward. And now I just have to do a little bit of rewiring to make sure that the generator is able to power certain portions of the house, you know, got the oil put in it. I need to give it a test run here now that it's a little warmer. And so, yeah, that's kind of the new thing in my nations this week is just getting squared away with some preparedness and backup electricity. Cool. Well, why don't we get into the passage of the week this week? And it comes from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 11 through 13. So that's 2 Thessalonians 3, 11 through 13. And it says, we hear that some among you are idle. They are not busy. They are busy bodies. Such people we command and urge in the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and earn the bread they eat. And as for you, brothers, never tire of, of doing what is right. So I like this passage because it's a command to be productive instead of you know, frittering away one's time, doing idle pursuits or things that are largely not beneficial. It's a command to settle down, do something productive. And then I like the last part that kind of is, it almost seems like an afterthought, but it's like, and by the way, while you're doing all this, don't get tired of doing what's right. Stay the course. Keep doing what's right. But I like that occasional reminder in Scripture, like don't be idle. Don't be unproductive. Make sure you're doing something worthwhile. And that's why I really like this passage, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on that, Ben. Yeah, it actually remember or reminds me of the, the call to the fight of holiness and that Paul that Paul encourages us, well, throughout his letters, he, he talks about the fight of holiness, that it is, it's something that is, is, is so, you know, anti-idleness, 
because like even because the Christian is called every single day to to the same fight to fight against sin, the devil, the world, you know. And so it's like to be not fighting in that way, the fight of holiness, I found in my own life whenever I am so focused on myself that I will become more busybody like, you know, uh, meddling in things that I don't really, you know, need, necessarily need to meddle in, thinking about things, getting consumed with things that, that don't really pertain to the, the, the actual fight of holiness that I'm called to every single day. And so whenever I'm not, I'm not focused on, on, you know, on, on pleasing the Lord with my actions, if I'm not focused on others before myself, I tend to, that's, that's when I tend to become, well, less than what I believe, who I believe God has called me to be as, as a man, as a dad, as a, you know, as a husband, but, and as a, as a teacher. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I was thinking about as, as you read it. Good thoughts. Why don't we jump into our topic of the week this week, which I think aligns with the passage and a little bit of what we were talking about earlier. And the topic today is hobbies as a man, like masculine hobbies or hobbies as a man. And this, let me give you my take first on hobbies. Like off the bat, I, I generally don't like the word hobby or hobbies. And I'm not saying the word's wrong. It's just me personally when someone's like, what hobbies do you have? I'm like, I don't have hobbies. Yeah, it's, it, it, does it sound, be, because it sounds like kind of like a, a light, lightness to it. It's yes. It's like, you know, it's just something for fun and it's like. A, yes. Is that kind of. That's why, yeah. It, to me, a, a hobby is something that is pure leisure for yeah. leisure's sake. Mm -hmm. To me, I prefer like skills I'm developing or skills I have developed, like what skills do you like to develop or what skills do you like to hone? And now that if you had that in a conversation, you know, I think it sounds super dorky. Like, well, what skills do you want to develop? Oh, it's like, sure, yeah. yeah, but, <laughs> but internally, like in my heart, in my, my, my masculine yeah. heart, when I hear like, what hobbies do you have? I'm like, Oh yeah. Like yuck. I don't, I don't have hobbies. I build skills yeah. and I see a difference. But like when I look at hobbies, when we talk about hobbies, I'm going to use the word. What I really mean is what skills are you developing in your life? Mm -hmm. And particularly, like, what skills are you developing that are useful mm. skills? So, like, my non-work activities that I engage in, I view them as skills that I'm building to be used at a later point on demand, mm. like, when needed. And I, I might not do the same one all the time, yeah. but I look at them as skills I can call upon when needed, usually to serve other people, to be helpful. Like, sure, there are things that I enjoy a lot of times, and, like, I the pure pursuit of them is fun, mm -hmm. but there's also a greater goal than just that. So one of my favorite samurai, I don't know if you have a favorite samurai or not. One of my favorite samurai <laughs> is Miyamoto Musashi. And he wrote two books that people remember. One is the book of five rings, which is like a, a fighting book. It's philosophy and style. And the other one is the Dakota. And I may be butchering that, but it's on the way of walking alone. Mm -hmm. And one of his rules, he made 21 rules for walking alone, which I don't know this necessarily the right way to walk, but basically one of his rules is do nothing that is not productive mm -hmm. or like everything you do should be productive. Mm -hmm. Do nothing idle. And I thought that was a good rule. So when we're talking about hobbies, that's kind of what I'm thinking here. Like it should be productive in some way, shape or form. Right. So having said that, I'm going to turn the mic over to you. What do you have to say about the philosophy of hobbies before we get into it? Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's always a hard thing for me to, to, to answer. If, if somebody asks me, you know, what, what hobbies 
I, I have or, or like to do or something. And it's not meant to be a deep question. It's not when they're asking me that. It's just kind of like, they're probably like, you know, what's your favorite Netflix show? You know, and they probably mean it like that, which is just fine. But in terms of like, what okay, what do I really like to do? I do, I, I do think that, um, that hobbies should be more meaningful and they should have, you know, it should be a skill that you're learning. You should be able to grow in, you know, mastering your hobby, you know, um, rather than just just kind of like an, another fun thing to do. It should be more than fun. It should be, you know, something that has something to do with, you know, with sharpening yourself. So, I mean, so one of my hobbies is is to, and it is, it's for myself, but it's for others too. You know, it's to, it's, it's, it's to help them. It's to serve them um, and make me, you know, better for, for others. Um, so I think, you know, what, in, immediately I think of, okay, you're asking me a hobby. I think of like, I, I love working out and I love exercising and I love like pushing myself to, to those physical limits. And that's, that is actually produced within me a hunger for other hobbies, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what I think is, is kind of a, an interesting thing that like the hobby shouldn't, you know, just be, just exist unto itself. But if there are, you know, if there are other ways and opportunities for you to grow because of this thing, I think, man, the hobby is doing, doing its work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it inspires more growth or, you know, can, you know, more, um, to be, become a sharper, you know, a sharper and more, you know, effective, mm-hmm man yeah absolutely and I, I think that to me like hobbies like that it goes hand in hand with competence mm. like i think part of the call of masculinity is to be a competent man yeah. and i think masculinity and competence go together you, you can't no one looks at someone that's incompetent as being extremely masculine mm. right in that moment they're like oh that's incompetence is weakness mm. and masculinity is strength and there's nothing wrong with being incompetent if you fix it. Yeah. But yeah. like to me, the hobbies should lead to a greater competence. Yeah. And so yeah. like, I don't know if you made a list or if you have a list in your head. List but in I, my oh, mind. Okay. I, I made a list on paper and it's not This This isn't extensive. It's okay. Not. Mine isn't either. Okay. Well, well, I mean, I've got like 30 things on here, oh. but <laughs> yeah. But it's, I, won't, I won't say how many I have. Okay. <laughs> so, but like, here are some things that I engage in and like, listen, if you engage in other things and you're like, I love it and it makes me a better person, I learn skills, I learn things, that's awesome. Like, I'm not here to like rag on people's hobbies. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to grow flowers and like that's your hobby, hey, listen, be the best flower grower you can be. Mm-hmm. And if you're developing new breeds or you like new strains, like rock on, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to, like, my father-in-law is a master gardener. Yeah. Like, master yeah, gardener. Garden. Yeah, and like, it, he he grows like, I don't even know. Like I try to grow a garden and I have a sad garden. Yeah. And like, if I have a gardening question, I go to him because he has the answer, mm. right? Like he's got decades of experience. He's a master gardener. He grows a lot of great, like his peppers make my peppers look sad. Yeah. Right. Like his garlic makes my garlic look sad. Like every, everything he grows, he grows exceptionally well. And so like he's honed the craft of gardening. And I think it's awesome mm-hmm. because it, like, that's a, that's a skill in of itself. For sure. It's peaceful, you know, but like yeah. you can feed people with it. Oh yeah. Plus you feed your soul while you're gardening. But yeah. all right. Yeah. So anyway, here's, here's my list. I don't know what your list is going to be. Well, well, okay. So things I've done over the years, some of these I've put on the shelf mm-hmm. and can bring out on command, but like I've done fire making, like primitive fire making, like bow drill, hand drill, flint and steel, or just, you know, match light or whatever. Like just, 
I thought it was important to be able to build a fire. So I just, I spent, it was like a year and a half mm -hmm. on that hobby, honing that skill. Wild edibles, like I learned how to forage. I developed that skill. Shooting, hiking, backpacking, gardening, which, you know, I don't do super well. I'm still working on it, but, um, and I'll throw out farming now that I have animals. Yeah. Building, yeah, I like to build things. I like to do any kind of construction thing. Martial arts, I like to sharpen knives. Like I've learned over the years how to sharpen a knife. And I think it's kind of a, an important skill to have. But like that was something that took me a while to learn. It was very frustrating. Writing, fishing, hunting, lifting. I like preparedness. Amateur radio. I don't tell too many people about that because like people get just the idea that, I don't know, uh, maybe I'm just a giant geek. And, you know, nothing do, wrong with amateur radio. You mean radio. like, like radio. Ham, radio. ham radio? Yeah. I'm actually, so I'm an extra. It's the highest licensing you can get yeah, in that's ham right. radio. I remember, yeah. well, I remember this. Yeah. yeah. So, but for me, it was more the preparedness aspect of it. But yeah, like, um, yeah, ham radio. Uh, tracking, it's a hobby I've had over the years, learning to like read signs, animal signs and tracks and like you figure find, out. You find them? Yeah, I have all of the property. And like, if, sometimes like I can track an animal where they went or where they came from. That was a skill I was taught previously by other hunters. And then uh, a friend of mine actually has a book about tracking that I borrowed for a while. So uh, nutrition, diet science, it's a hobby that I've had over the years, just trying to make myself better, more healthy, more fit. Crypto and investing, you know, did some research into that, spent some time developing that. Music, like playing music, singing, occasionally writing, but not very often. Mm -hmm. So that's my list there. And I'm sure there are others I've left off. But running was one that, I, that got me into lifting. Yeah. Like I did yeah. running for a while, and then I kind of put it on the shelf to lift. But like that was kind of like you had said of like one hobby leading to another hobby. Yeah, but right. anyway, that's my list. And by like, if you have other hobbies, like, you know, if you like to bird watch, rock on, watch those birds, learn about them. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, right. that was my list. So right. dude, I can't even compare to the number, the sheer number of, of activities that you have on that list. Like I'm, I gonna, think I've got ADD. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, you said two. And then I'm like, it's time for a nap. I've done those things. So, um, so yeah, so one, one thing that, that I, that I really like, and I, I mentioned it before is, is exercise. And, you know, I, I've gotten, I've gotten more into, into lifting weights and training, um, in that way. And then looking into, um, how to, you know, how to make my workouts more intense and put more, you know, more, more pressure on, on myself, um, to become, well, to become stronger. And I, and I do think that strength is something that, you know, that is, is good for, for my family. And, um, and as, you know, especially as a dad, you know, mm -hmm. um, it, and I hope to inspire, you know, my kids to, to take that seriously as well. Um, and I, and I think it has a lot of health benefits too, to, to keep moving. So, um, so that's one, that's my, my, my one thing that I can say that I do consistently, you know, most days of the week. The other thing that I was thinking about was something that it, so a lot of my hobbies come out of, the, at least the things that I, that I like to do have come out of just me spending time with my family. Um, one thing was my son needed a baseball glove and it was very hard to you know, find him the right baseball glove. So I, I just went on eBay and I, and I got him an old glove. It's an old Ken Griffey glove from like the nineties. So cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, and it's not anything nice. It's like, you know, it's just an older oldish glove that was broken in. You could tell if, it, if a glove's been broken in well versus not well if you if you have a lot of experience with baseball gloves this one ha was and looked like a ball was kept in it and it's it had good shape so i brought it or i you know i bought it and it came 
And, uh, you know, I, I conditioned the leather, I, you know, I cleaned it, I relaced it. And so that has become, that has really started this new, like real passion of mine, which is to flip old baseball gloves. So I nice. have one right now that I'm really excited about. So that, and that's just sitting there waiting for, you know, when I get the time to do it. So, um, but I find just, so, I mean, there's, there's relaxation in that, but there, there's also skill that, you know, it's, it's not easy to do, especially with older gloves to kind of bring them back and restore the leather. That's, that's been so much fun for me to kind of figure out uh, how, how to do it and then, then sell to make a profit, which is, has been pretty cool too. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so I've been, I've been doing those, you know, those things, but then, um, you know, with the, with the record player, this is the, the newest one. Um, my, you know, my son got these records and I was just, yeah, I love, we love oldies. We love you know, music from the fifties and sixties. Oh, me too. Me too. And we, so we're just, we go anywhere where there are records and we're just finding places where there are records. So we've been, you know, we, we got these, we got Dave Clark five, we got beach boys. Um, I mean, uh, Gary Lewis and the Playboys. We have all of these, re these old sounds on a record player that are just, you know, filling my home and every day. It's so fun. I mean, we don't, we don't turn the TV on at all. And we're just sitting there listening to, you know, five songs at a time. Then we got to flip the record and, you know, listen to that side too. And we just go through these, I mean, these old songs and uh, old bands. And it's just been so much fun to, to share in that. So whenever I find whenever his hobbies kind of change um, or the kids' hobbies kind of change or they go through seasons, that kind of well, that'll get, that'll inspire me. I'll be like, man, I want to do that. You know? So I bought, I bought a record the other day. Nice. You know, and I really like, so, <laughs> so yeah, I'm getting into that too. Uh, with and, and music as well, you know, just, just watching my kids and I'm just, I could do that too. It, you know, so those, that's a lot of, a lot of times I get my ideas for my own hobbies because I feel like I have ADD too. And I can't like, you know, decide on what, you know, what, what am I going to do with the, the, the couple of minutes that I have at the end of the day, you know, what's it, what am I going to fill it with? Um, I, you know, I can fill it with something that I see and I'm like, man, I want to do that too, but I see it in my kids. So, uh, that's been, that's been the way that I, I do want to take up. I've always said this and my wife's going to get mad at me, but I, I'm very interested in hunting and I've been interested in hunting. I have yet to, I've went, I've gone one time, but I really want to get proficient at going hunting in everything like with you know gutting a deer I, I that that has to happen it has to but i think that the time the time commitment is something that i'm not i'm not really sure about people say that they and they, some some people have a good setup they can just go right outside their backyard and just go you know climb a tree and you know shoot shoot an animal um and shooting the animal is not really what i want to do i want to i really want to like be able to get my own food mm -hmm. and yeah. provide for my family in that way so I don't know when I have no goals for that except that I currently am watching Meat Eater, which Let's is go. I, I, I cycle through it. I cycle this is my Steve third Rinella. time through it. Yeah, yeah. And in this time, my wife is watching it with me, and okay. she actually likes it. So okay. When, so I'm I'm just saying I think I think we're moving in a direction. She she's going to listen to this and be like, "You're absolutely wrong. Mm. We're not moving in a direction." <laughs> but in my heart, I'm a, I'm a hopeful guy. You can pray. Yeah. Pray for it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, everybody pray. <laughs> so, uh, we can talk off air. I've got a friend who's got a, a decent bit of land and is always open to people hunting, especially new hunters, so yeah. I can I can maybe hook you up. Interesting. Yeah, tell your wife not to listen to this part. Okay, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I, I feel like there is something I, I don't hunt often anymore, but there is something very 
visceral as a man about having sourced your own food and knowing yeah. how to do it. That's yeah. to me, it's develop, developing the skill. And if I ever need it, I have it. Right. That's, that's, that's exactly right. And that's where the hobbies go for me. Like if I ever need this, I have it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Hmm. Well, yeah. So to me, to I think the takeaway to boil down is just that we should be filling our time with something productive. I, I personally, and this is my take and I will stand by it. I don't think watching hours of TV should be a hobby. I don't think playing hours of video games by yourself should be a hobby as a man, as a grown man. Now, like if you're playing a video game with your son or your daughter, because they like the video game, I think that can be something where you're building relationship. If you're watching a TV show with a wife or a child or a friend, I think that's different. But if our hobbies are just wasting time, and they're not investing in a greater skill, especially if they're alone. Yeah. If we're doing it alone and it's not building up, like yeah. if I'm like, yeah. I might lift alone, but that allows like what I get out of that, like the mental clarity that comes from that or just the healthiness, like the precedent I set for my family of like, Hey, yeah. health is serious. We should be healthy. Like, I think that's, that's worth it. And I don't lift alone anymore either. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like, so I, I feel like the takeaway is for me, a hobby should be something that improves us and allows us in the greater scheme of things to potentially be able to use that skill to serve other people. Yeah. Yeah. And inspire them. Like you said, I think that like if a hobby is unto is, is just you by yourself unto yourself, just mine, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like you're, you're, you might be losing some, losing an opportunity there, missing an opportunity there. If you could, do it with someone else or inspire someone else, bring someone else along um, so that they're growing as well. I think, man, what a, what a cool thing to do so that, um, that you are using your passion, inspiring someone else, a passion in them is growing. I mm -hmm. think that, that would be, that's, that's awesome. Um, you know, why not, uh, why not maybe explore that, you know, rather than, yeah, doing, doing kind of like just consuming, you know, um, I think that, that if we can, if we can give and serve, I think that is a, a good approach to hot, Hobbying. Yeah, well, uh, we'll say it. That's that's a word now, hobbying. Got it. Nailed it. All right, well, thank you all for listening. I uh, really appreciate you guys and also appreciate the reviews that have been left. So if you like the show and haven't left a written review on whatever you listen to the show on, I'd appreciate it if you would do that. And thank you to our supporters that have been supporting us. And if you want to support the show, you can go to headofnations.com and click the support tab. And we're getting to the point now, we actually got a couple of donations. We're going to re-up our website for the year, and we're getting close to the point where we can actually add on some improvements to the website so it's a little more user-friendly. So that'll be good. Uh, so thank you to our supporters. And just want to remind us all, as always, we are the head of our nations. So let's go live like it. Until next time.